Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Man of Post World Cup episode number seven. I am Ross. This is Adam. Hello. And that's Colin. Hi there. Uh, welcome, chaps. Welcome aboard the fun train. Um, it's gone from the funky train to the fun train. It's the funky fun train now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. Um, the <laughs> quarterfinals are over. There's four games left of the World Cup. I'm feeling very sad. It's almost Three games over. left, isn't there? Come on. Yeah, that one on Saturday doesn't really count, does it, actually? No. <laughs> no one cares. Are you going to watch it? I'm not. No. Well, that's a lie. But... <laughs> <laughs> so our semi-finals are set in place. Brazil take on Germany tomorrow night, and the Netherlands take on Argentina on Wednesday. Big games, I think. You just ruined a bit when we go over the games that... <laughs> To be fair, people have watched them. Yeah. People like if people are waiting for us for the breaking news <laughs> of how the game's finished. Yeah, you come to the wrong place, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I'd say bar bar Spain, they're the four teams you'd imagine. You could probably replace Spain for Netherlands or Germany, really. Yeah, that's I picked. That's the four I picked was swap swap Holland for Spain. Mm. Yeah, obviously, Colin didn't pick anything like this. Um, Swap England for Germany, I think, and you're closer to Garner. Have got to be in there somewhere, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Less, less said about the early predictions, the, the, the better, really. If you want to hear what we're talking about, go and listen to World Cup Pod number one. Um, I feel like we're making these numbers up, if I'm honest with these. Yeah, I did forget. I thought we had two number fives when I put this last one up, but it is number six. This is number seven, I think. Um, so yeah, our, our um. To be fair to you, Ross, you now have to count that on two hands. <laughs> True, it is getting difficult. Uh, the quarterfinals, they're in the books. Um, which was the first game? France-Germany? No, yeah, France-Germany. France-Germany, 1-0 to Germany. Uh, Matt Tumbles with a headed goal early on. France dominated, I think, for long periods of the game, but there is no beating Neuer. He was having a fantastic game. And that save for Benzema right at the end. Just one arm to make it look casual. Yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like an absolute nutcase, but... I'm not sure but I think Noah's actually that good. Whoa. In general. I'm not saying he's bad. Mm. I just don't think he's that good. It's the same... I'm going to whisper this quietly as well. It's the same with Lam. <sighs> If Tom is this, you're dead. I think that's his well, favourite player ever. But after the, the, what? <laughs> what, dead after school? <laughs> fight, fight, fight. What do you think to this lineup though? This is more of the German lineup that they should have started a tournament with, I think. Lam at right back. Um, uh, what's his face? Kadira in the middle. If, what's um, I don't know. I've never. I haven't been impressed by Germany the whole tournament, really. No. I think you put it into perspective for how that they beat 
a very um a ve- well, I was gonna say very average, probably a very poor Portugal team. Yep. One man that's on it. I think they're kind of still living off that success where people think that they're gonna be really good and I don't think they have been. Mm. Colin, what do you think? You were obviously you, you predicted Germany would be out in the group stages, they've got this far, but you, you're kind of right in the fact that they've not really played that well. To be fair, Colin, this is cut. Kind of, it was a bit stupid because this is what Germany do. <laughs> yes, it is. England's well, big isn't rivals. It, isn't, it, isn't it their fifth? Is it their fifth semi-final in a row? Or I think it's, I, I think it might be their third, but it, not I, bad. I know, though, is it? I know that this is their tenth World Cup semi-final since <laughs> 1966. Jesus Christ! Um, so that can't of, be right. They can't. Has there really been that many? What? Well, that's 40 years, isn't it? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I all think... 10? So they've been in all 10? No, no, no there's, been, there's been 13 tournaments and they've reached the semis in 10 of them. But I guess they're counting... Well, they're obviously counting West Germany. Yeah. Well, um, that's cheating. <laughs> and just out of interest, out of, out of those 10... Maybe we should... Ca- Maybe we could do it or something impressive like this. Maybe if we could count Scotland and Wales, it might help with our numbers. <laughs> no? Oh, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but just out of interest, out of those 10 semi-finals, they've made the final in six of those. Not bad. <laughs> That's when they really bottle it, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's been a while since they've won. It was 96 their last major tournament win, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, you're 96, yeah. Uh, and since then, they've had their pants pulled down in Munich 5-1 by England, and that's pretty much all that's happened. That so. was the real quiz, and we're obviously the, yeah. the real winners from this this massive rivalry. And, well, yeah, Emil, Emil Heskey takes the spoils yet again. <laughs> writing history. <laughs> I feel like you're pissing all over Colin's greatest night. But what do you think? France played really well, I thought. They've been one of the Did highlights they? Of the I thought they were really poor. I think overall in the tournament, they've been quite a highlight to watch. Well, yeah, but going into that Germany game, I thought that they were the best team in the World Cup. Mm. What the, the the best team I'd seen, not the best team, obviously. I thought they performed the best at the World Cup. And in this game, they were just tedious. Mm. Um, there was no sense of... Uh, the, when you felt that they really needed to up the tempo, it just it felt like... They thought that they had another 90 minutes to try and score a goal. <laughs> yeah. I think you could or, have been down to German experience, or, though. Or do you reckon maybe they got a bit mistaken? You know, like when, when you're playing Sunday League football and you score an early goal <laughs> and you go, it's still 0 0, boy, still 0 0. Do you reckon someone, <laughs> they, maybe they heard the Germans say that and they believed it? Yeah. This is going to time. They're really pissed off at the lack of extra time. <laughs> like, what's going on? What do you like mean, France, Colin? Well, I know that, you know, Adam, I think you said they're exciting, but who are they playing? <laughs> I mean, I mean to be honest, I, I think that France got done by a better team. I think they had an easy group. Um, you couldn't have asked perhaps for a, a nicer round of 16 draw than getting Nigeria. Who mm. gave them um, a good, decent game? Who's been their toughest opponent so far? Mm. Switzerland? Ecuador. Yeah, I mean, I, I just felt. To, that, to, to be fair, when you say it depends what you mean by the word toughest, because I'm definitely going Honduras. 
fight, fight. <laughs> it just seemed very that... aggressive today, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed that France couldn't. You wanted them to step up a gear, didn't you? It just mm. seemed to be that yes. Germany controlled the pace. Yeah. Germany do what Germany do, and it's like, right, this is this is Germany. We're going to play it Germany's way, mm. and and France let them do that. Um, mm. The it's the fantastic the fantastic quote from from Gary Lineker. That he's <laughs> you got, I'm sure you guys are all aware of from this. Um, iconic is it? Yeah. <laughs> was a game in 90 minutes, and at the end, Germany win. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong did you see Joachim Love's um, managerial record for Germany I think he's managed 109 games and he's lost 15 of those and a, a fair amount of them would have been uh, tournament semi-finals and quarter-finals probably if not finals I've got, I've got three words for you to equal that that sort of record Ross <laughs> Sven Goran Eriksson oh, right. <laughs> yeah Sven's arguably a lot more fun as well competitive record second to many people but pretty good <laughs> it was his, his competitive record was almost love-esque yeah true it is about time he won one though I think you've been in this situation before and they've not kind of got over that hump so it'll be interesting to see what happens after the World Cup if Germany tear it all up and start with someone new I, look I've, I've been critical about Germany but do we want to move on to the Brazil Colombia game? Yes, let's go there. Then, I just, and, just one quick because you know what, it's almost interesting if we actually talk about what happened in the game. <laughs> it was a fantastic header from Hummels. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, Lloris was absolutely pinned because he, he was at the ability where he could, well, you probably would have expected him to go across the goalkeeper and put it in the opposite corner mm. with a lot of power, and he does that. So Lloris can't can't pick which way the ball's going to go no I saw a tweet from someone saying if, if Luis had 50 million with PSG what would PSG pay for Hummels and a lot more would probably be my answer mm. <laughs> I like David Luis <laughs> you, you stupid Englishman he's a fun time player let's move on to David Luis then uh, his wonderful free kick sealed the fucking deal fucking hell beautiful side foot I don't know how you. I don't know. Literally, do not have, know how you can do that with a football from with your side foot. No, that's. And I know we, we talked about it earlier, Ross. I know you haven't listened to the, the latest football ramble, mm. but they talk. Luke talks about going down the. Go, he challenges people to go down the park, <laughs> put the ball down thirty-five yards out, and see if you can even get it in the goal <laughs> with the side of your foot without it bouncing from thirty-five yards. No chance. I don't think I could do it. No, uh, it's not. It's not physically possible for me. <laughs> he proves to be worth a lot of money definitely if he can score a few of them for PSG but very good game this Colombia they started they looked overawed didn't they to start with and the early silver header they had to well bundled in goal didn't really help either it's again I think that and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk, talk about this in a second but people have talked about how Brazil have had the refereeing mm. and I'm not, bar the Fred penalty in the first game. Yeah. I'm not sure I really buy that because I actually think that Howard Webb in the, the game against Chile and the, the referee in this game were, that, were actually really poor mm. because they were they weren't willing to they just they kept their cards in their pocket and they they weren't protecting the they weren't protecting the players. No, they've kind of gone the other way, haven't they? I think they've seen some of the outcry and thought, well, well, we can't give 
presented anything too fifty-fifty. <clears throat> so let's make sure we don't make a spectacle of ourselves. Well, look what happened. People end up with broken. People end up with broken spines. Yeah, exactly. That was awful, wasn't it? Uh, is there going to be retrospective punishment for that? Do we think? Oh, there, there should be. be. You know I don't. There should no. be. No. I don't think so. It's just, it's just playing football, isn't it? It did look slightly deliberate, though, to me. Yeah, but but Neymar also stops, doesn't jump. Yeah. Yeah, true. You can't, expected. you can't you can't predict what 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 Neymar's gonna do. No. And I think if you look, I think his the the player's eyes are on the ball. Um, I'm still not a little bit convinced that it's all gonna turn out to be a lie. He's gonna come running out <laughs> but through a curtain. <laughs> through a glass window, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon you're gonna see the team like they're gonna sh- the. the the official team lineup is going to be ten names and a question mark. <laughs> There's going to be Ronaldo pops up, and I don't know either that or maybe he'll be like he'll pa- um, parachute in James Bond style <laughs> in the Olympics. I don't know, but <laughs> on the team sheet it'll just be like Hangman. There'll be just like six dashes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but wouldn't to... that be brilliant if it was just an absolute? And a, like a complete, just massive bluff. <laughs> it was just for the whole world's media. Yeah. Like just, just Joachim Love going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> we haven't planned for this. Yeah, I've started Per Metasacker. He's going to get roasted. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fair. Well, I listened to this game on the radio and I had to... Oh God, Chris fucking Waddle. Jesus. He said that this would be the there worst... There weren't any penalties in the game. Oh, uh, thankfully, no, but I listened to the <laughs> Holland-Costa uh, Rica game, which was pen- penalties. Uh, but <laughs> I also I also listened to a bit of the um, the BBC World um, the BBC World Cup daily podcast, which just until it did my nut. <laughs> and I had to give up, but Alan, Alan Green is the most... Bo- I don't listen to the radio to listen to football because I, I just don't. Mm. But I'm assuming everyone hates him, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Good, no, 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 uh, no. He's 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 lost his crown to Robbie Savage on six oh six. I'll give you that. <laughs> what a crown to lose! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Any of the radio presenters. I've already, I've already flagged off Danny Mills in this podcast throughout the World Cup. He's terrible. Get Colin Moore on. Yeah, he gets people wild up at least by saying. Um, True things, but not sugarcoating stuff. That, Danny Mills was just terrible. Yeah. And Chris Waddle saying that Brazil would be the worst team to ever win the World Cup if they win it. Well, yeah, that's what Al, that, but that's that was pretty much what. Uh, 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 what annoyed me about Alan Green on this was he decided he could speak for he 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 was fair enough. He he went, I can't speak for Brazil, mm. but if they win the World Cup like this, the rest of the world will be disappointed. <sighs> Shut up. I was, Imagine having an England team this bad. Yeah, awful. That's what. Da- to be fair, that's what Danny Mills said. <laughs> fair play to him. Well, <laughs> talking yeah. of th- talking of people. Sorry, Ross. Just what? on people on the radio and and TV. Hmm. Tim Vickery could probably retire on the coverage he's had in this World <laughs> Cup. He's everywhere. Yeah. Do you think he's, he's, he's he hasn't had enough maybe. coverage though? Has he? Because <laughs> he's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, he's he, very good at his job. He's like the the South American expert for any sort of English speaking TV mm. company or radio companies. 
you reckon all the other BBC people are there going, what the fuck are you doing, mate? You're not supposed to know what you're on about. Yeah, who's this guy? He doesn't come with Match of the Day. I don't know who he is. What's this research that you're doing? <laughs> You've got fucking notes. <laughs> who gave you those? You know who these players are. You just know go, who Bernard just is. Go to Alan, just go to Alan Chuk and go, oh, no, it's just because I watch football, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that tricky. Um, but this was a very entertaining game. Um, James Rodriguez got another goal. I can't see him being overtaken now. Uh, Messi. What's Messi got? Four? Five? Four. Four. So he needs two. Does he to level him? Yeah. Hmm. He could do that, couldn't he? But yeah, I mean, Bookie's pay out if it's two people at the top for both people. So. But also, or, or do you think that Messi's got two more games to play now? Yeah, true. Although, if, if they do lose, any goals in the third or fourth playoff should not count. No, they shouldn't. I was just thinking that. If Germany lose and Closer breaks the record by scoring a goal in that game... Don't count. I'm going to gonna lose my shit. <laughs> I'd actually agree with you on that one. I love Closer, but that should not count. Um, our two other semi-finals then. Argentina beat Belgium. Belgium didn't really look up for this at all. They didn't have a game plan, I don't think. Hazard they're, was completely... Very similar, very similar to France, where there was just that lack of tempo. Hmm. Just got go, guys. You're not, like you're in a World Cup quarterfinal. Yeah. <laughs> Mascherano managed to contain both Witzel and Fellaini in the central midfield on his own, pretty much, and let the rest of Argentina just attack constantly. To be fair, Mascherano is the midfield <laughs> on his own. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, it's a four-one-six or five. Uh, Di Maria picked up an injury. He's out of the semi-final supposed to be out of the whole tournament as well oh really bad news for Colin <laughs> yeah about £2.50 yeah. yeah you would have needed another five goals in the semi and the uh, final to win the golden boot yeah. yeah just to clarify I had uh, a cheeky £1.25 each way on Di Maria to be uh, <laughs> top scorer um, that's not coming in neither is uh, Josip Durmik of Switzerland no uh, goals I don't think he got any goals no no Okay, um, yeah, Gonzalo Higuain with a goal on this one, though, and it was a lovely one. To, to yeah. be fair, while, while Tom was willing to slag off your wasted £5, his bet on Aguero's done just as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's cried off injured as well, isn't he, already, like he would do. But yeah, great goal by Higuain. Cracking turn and volley. Really caught Courtois on, like, on his back foot. He wasn't ready for that. What was your... The, the moment of the match for me was when... Um, right at the end when Messi went through one-on-one mm. and Courtois was just like fuck off <laughs> I'm celebrating no. this I don't care if we're going out of the World Cup I'm <laughs> celebrating stopping this man one-on-one <laughs> Messi should have scored that yeah he could have rounded him he tried to do a little flick over didn't he which is the Messi finish I suppose I've seen that so many times a little stab on the outside of the foot but yeah quite convincing from Argentina They, I think they're in the same boat as um, Germany really they've not really been incredible at this World Cup but they've just got the job done yeah, um, yeah a couple of times they've been bailed out mm. yeah there were some world class strikes from Messi in this World Cup a couple of probably contenders for goal of the tournament uh, Messi's Ooh. now levelled Maradona for international caps uh, he's got uh, eight more goals than him uh, three less World Cup goals than him, though. Does he... Wow, I, I didn't realise it was that close. Oof. Yeah, 
But then he's got he's got five goals in thirteen World Cup appearances. Maradona got eight in nineteen, so fairly comparable, really, aren't they? Mm. Just on Belgium, you know, we said that they were a good group of individuals, but mm. maybe this was. But we said they were lacking match experience and lacking international experience at the highest level, and and maybe this is where they just came short. Or a manager knew what he was doing. Yeah, they said on the radio Wilmot's had uh, plans A, B, and C, and maybe just have one good plan and try and play for that, <laughs> <laughs> other than having three that don't work. Maybe he started with plan C. <laughs> yeah, I know where to go from there. Unorthodox, sure. It's kind of like a new management style. <laughs> I think he calls it team individuality. <laughs> um, and then our last uh, World Cup quarterfinal, um, probably the game of the uh, quarterfinals, Holland taking on Costa Rica, a 0-0 draw after 120 minutes. It was really cruel on Costa Rica, wasn't it? <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, Holland won 4-3 on penalties. Um, Colin, you said to me before, something about Tim Cruel before we started recording. Was uh, Sorry, I missed this. Just quick. Was it Tim Cruel is a massive dickhead? <laughs> that, that was the overall point from it, yeah. But Ah, oh, sorry. I feel like that's the opinion <laughs> I've gathered from this. <laughs> well, well, no, obviously, I mean, he was brought late on for, for the penalties, but... He, how he approached the Costa Rican players and was confident that he knew exactly where every single penalty was going to go. Mm. Do you not think that was that was poor refereeing? The referee referee should have just to get on his fucking line. Yeah, he's got no right to no right to but, go and speak to the opposition striker, is he? It wasn't even just the bits when he was speaking to him. Like it was just like he was just strolling around sort of like the whole six yard box, mm. just like. Yeah. No, you go and stand on the line and be ready for when the kicker wants to take the kick. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure of the rule, though. I, I don't think there's anything against a goalkeeper doing that, is there? I mean, I seem to remember the Argentinian goalkeeper trying to put David Beckham off when he mm. was taking a pe- when he scored the penalty against Argentina. Um, and I seem to remember there was a lot of face-to-face action then. Didn't Joe Hart try it against Perlo and then got penenkered for his trouble? Do you know what would have been brilliant? What would have been brilliant is if he did it the first time and the referee booked him for unsporting behaviour. <laughs> and then he did it again and got sent off by the second penalty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't have any key from that. Van Persie, you yeah. can go. Yeah, Robin, come <laughs> yeah. on. You've got this dive in malarkey. Yeah, just stick your arms open further this time. But Holland, they should have wrapped this up in full time in the 90 minutes. Twice off the post, I think, from Schneider. Van Persie missed the one of the funniest opportunities I've seen of all World Cup. Van Persie had a really poor game. He had mm. a couple of opportunities where he should have scored. That that cross when he just had to side foot it in and then he realised he'd missed it and thought, I've got to throw myself to the floor now to at least get something out of this. And but it's the chance he had right at the end. that Was it hit the player and then the post? And yeah. Then, How the fuck have you not scored? <laughs> yeah. Their keeper was superb, wasn't he? Is it Navas? Navas. He's um, on the official World Cup app on iOS devices. He's ranked as the best keeper at this tournament. I think it must be for shots, saves from per shots, face or something like that. But I don't know. I made a really nerdy joke on Twitter about how he should be checked for... for it was a Star Wars joke. Let's <laughs> hear it. Uh, but I can't... I think instead of being checked for, for peds after the game, he should be checked for his midi-chloride levels. <laughs> 
<laughs> the stuff that makes the Jedis, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play to Costa Rica, though. I thought they were clearly the biggest underdogs uh, to get out of the group stages, I think, and gave off a pretty good account of themselves. Managed to beat the dull Greece team. Yeah, but then they sort of... Then they went to. They were playing at one point. They were playing a back six. Mm. That's that's not the, under the definition of plucky. No, not really. No. Costa Rica are the surprise package that I meant to say when I said the <laughs> word Ghana. <laughs> so you just misspoke. Is that what it was? Exactly. Um, a, a syllable out here and there, and you get this sort. Of... Yeah. Just say Ghana on its own, and I'll cut that into the preview pod. Uh, I'll re-release that, and we'll be fine. We'll save yeah. all the embarrassment. Hey, they've done great. I mean, they, they the bookies gave them no chance of getting out of England and Italy's group. Yeah, fine. so I think they're a thousand to one to win the World Cup. I just want to point out as well, they haven't been beaten yet. No, <laughs> I'm really considered that many goals. They've done a New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel bad for them. New Zealand still think they're in the 2010 World Cup. <laughs> Well, yeah, they never lost, to be fair to them. <laughs> they should still be there. They probably are. No one's just checked on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's the that's the four teams in the semi-finals. What are we predicting? We're, we're famous for our spot-on predictions on this podcast. Steve Clark still haunts me to this day. Um, Colin, let's start with you. Yeah, it, I think... Uh, Semi-final I'll, one, Brazil-Germany. I like my predictions, and uh, they almost certainly always come in. Um, <laughs> no, to be honest, uh, which one are we starting with? Brazil, Germany. Brazil, Germany. I've slated Germany so far in this tournament, which is exactly why they're going to beat Brazil. <laughs> um, Adam? Um, did anyone... I, I heard a rumour that... I haven't seen it written down anywhere. Do, has Thiago Silva's red, um, yellow card been rescinded? No, it's been upheld. So he's still suspended? Yeah. Okay. This is trouble. So so he's out, and then... So prediction number one is... is some sort of WWE <laughs> entrance for Neymar to start the game. <laughs> yeah. How's Silva um, getting involved in this? He's going to wear a mask for somewhere else. He's probably not. He could wear that mask, couldn't he? He's already got the mask. He's already got the mask. Yeah, just put it on. Put a funny wig on and pretend he's uh, David Luiz, and get David Luiz to shave his hair and play him as well. That's lucky you didn't. I didn't. I thought you were going to say something an awful lot worse. (laughs) I'm not going to say, but basically involve David Luiz pretending to be Dante. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, it's all lined up for Germany to win, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yes. Sorry, I got a bit sidetracked. That's all right. I'm going with Germany as well. Before my World Cup, I predicted a Germany Argentina final. It's still on the cards. Yeah, check you out. I know. <laughs> Just the losses Brazil have suffered. The, the two biggest ones, really. Their best defender and their best, well, their best player. There is a chance that that it could they could rally though. Yeah. Does it all fall on Oscar now? Do you think? I well. Hulk, perhaps who I actually thought was more impressive in this in the Columbia game. Yeah, he's, he, had a, he had a couple of good chances, and um, boy, could he strike a ball! <laughs> yes, yeah, he certainly lives up to his nickname. So I thought there was a couple good, couple good saves from from Hulk chances, and I think that he's he's starting to look a bit more dangerous. Hmm. 
Um, and do you know what? How much did Shakhtar pay for Bernard? He's hardly a bad player. <laughs> no, was it 32 million, I think? Something like that. Yeah. I sort of did say a nice stat that Oscar is actually the, the, the Brazilian player with the most tackles in this World Cup. I've got better stat than that. He's the player who's, um, whose Twitter followers have increased by the biggest percentage. Oh, really? Well 494% last time I saw. Jesus Christ. Fair play. Well done. <laughs> I'm not following him on Twitter, so he's still got scope to grow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then our, our second semi-final then who do we think is going to win this one the Netherlands taking on Argentina Colin everything says Argentina doesn't it mm. but there's that big orange elephant uh, in the room I don't know if if Holland can play like they did against Spain mm. they can beat Argentina but I think if they play like they've played in any of the other games apart from the Spain game I think they'll lose so, Which I've, got a, little, I've got a little, I've got a little feeling for Holland, so, but I'm so going to say you, Argentina. I, from, I was going to say from, from that, it sounded like you were predicting that Holland could either go through or not go through. <laughs> the epitome of sitting on Just the fence. A pretty bold prediction. <laughs> well, Im- imagine though, imagine if this game goes to penalties. Imagine if I thought you were going to say, imagine if they don't even, if they neither go through nor don't go through. <laughs> So What's Van Hal going to do? Is he going to pull the same trick with Tim Krul? Possibly. Have Argentina had a penalty shoot out of this World Cup? They haven't, have they? No. So he doesn't know where they're all going to go. I'd like to see him face up to Messi, so I know what he's going to do, and then Messi's just like, just chip him. Well, the, the talk was that Krul had spent time studying for, hmm. the, for the penalty shootout. Yeah. Which, to be fair, if you, if you want the third choice goalkeeper or whatever, he had fuck all chance. Makes, it's actually quite a good idea, I think. Yeah, it's a good um, use of he your had, time. He had nothing else to do. No. <laughs> the most pointless stat I've seen is he saved as many penalties in this World Cup as he has in his last 20 penalties faced for Newcastle. Yeah, but he clearly did a good job because he, he goes the right way for all five penalties. Yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd obviously seen the shootout against Greece and been doing a lot more homework than just that. Um, yeah. I am going for Argentina. I have to stick with my pre-tournament prediction. Um Holland are going to create chances though, and Romero's looked a long way from the best keeper at this World Cup. I think I think Holland. My prediction is a Holland win. So a Germany Holland final in South America. That that yeah, would European, be a shock. European teams can't win the World Cup in South America though. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> it's just going to play an endless draw. Then that's uh, our prediction for the final. Yeah, it just never finishes. It <laughs> yeah, just play until the next one. Uh, right, that's all our games rounded up and all our games previewed. Um, what should we do now? <laughs> ultimate winner? Germany. Is that, I was gonna say, is that like ultimate fighting champion? <laughs> <laughs> well, we could all have three different answers here. I want to see Boateng in the ring with Robin in the UFC styley. See how that goes down. Which Boateng? Uh, Jerome. Uh, ah. K- KP can uh, referee. That seems unfair, Ross. I'm sure he doesn't like his brother, though. I don't think he likes anyone, really. <laughs> no, no. The world's against him. Well, yeah, I'm going for Germany as the ultimate winner of the World Cup. I would say Argentina, Ross. Would okay. Would Adam like to, to give us a third possible <laughs> winner? Would you, would you like to see Holland in there? 
I'm going to say Brazil because I haven't predicted to win the semi-final. <laughs> so it's going to be a really impressive display. Um, no, I'm. I'm not going to pick a winner now because I just feel stupid because I. Like we've pick, happen, we've picked those. We've picked those semi-finalists, but I'm not confident in either of them. No, it could no. quite easily be a Brazil Argentina final, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, I would. I wouldn't be shocked. No, it's no, none of the four teams have impressed. Have impressed me. None of the four teams. There's no standout blow your away team. No. All right. Well, before we go, uh, any, any more World Cup points? I wanted to ask you guys if there's any been any players apart from the obvious ones that have been real standouts for this World Cup. Obviously, Hammers Rodriguez and. Oh, what that player cost forty million euros last summer. Yeah, the one that no one knew about apparently. <laughs> I've been listening to a podcast and they keep saying he was part of the Falcao deal. That's not right, is it? They both came from different clubs. Yeah, that's the... Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, he was part... Him, him and Moutinho together. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, I that's the Alan Davis World Cup podcast, by the way. It's in, in association with ITV, so you kind of have to respect these um, facts that are wrong. But don't let facts get in the way of a, you know, a good story. Exactly. That's hosted by um, two Bradford supporting fans as well, so, you know, it's going to happen, kind of, Mm-hmm. <laughs> ITV are involved, so I imagine exactly. the, the, the facts are probably being checked by Adrian Charles. So. ITV and Bradford involved in one podcast. Appalling. Um, yeah, so any any players that have really performed well? I'd say that Tim Howard overperformed. Overperformed? Whoa, That's whoa, a dig, Adam, isn't it? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't finished yet. He, he overperformed. Um, I'd probably throw Clint Dempsey into the mix as well, but I'd also point out a little bit on Tim Cahill, who I think, from the way he performed, he could still be doing a job in the Premier League. We'll see him again at the next World Cup. They've got no one else coming through. They've got to be. They've got to keep him there. This is this is all craziness, complete craziness. <laughs> Go on. One, Tim Howe performed so well he got promoted to defence secretary. <laughs> Did you see the gif of him making all sixteen saves at once? It's incredible. No, I haven't. I Sixteen Tim Howards diving around your screen. No, no, sorry, but when when I say he overperformed, I mean he excelled. Hmm. I, I'm not having a dig at Tim Howard. Then I'm just saying... say just say Tim Howard's brilliant. That's all you need to say. <laughs> and he supports Peter, and he's got a body like made of granite. He's an all-round amazing guy. I think. And don't think he won't tell you to fuck off. Cause he will. <laughs> um, Adam, um, it was you. And the like we said, the Costa Rican keeper Navas has been very impressive. Yeah. Um, along with Achoa from Mexico, who I think probably quite a few of us knew from Football Manager. Yeah. But if we were honest, hadn't seen him play in real life. No, nope, I don't watch much French uh, lower lower league football or lower. Or before that, or before that, Mexican Premier League football. Mm, yeah. No, didn't watch any of that. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, about your biggest underachieving player at the World Cup? I would say Gerard, but that's quite an easy target. Uh. No, he did no because he did exactly what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one was um, Raheem Sterling for underachieving. underachieving. I don't think he did anything. Underachieving no. player. Well, what did Sterling do, Colin? Apart from continuously lose the ball and run into people. 
you've got you've got wrapped up in the hype of the excitement of him having the ball at his feet. Colin. Minded by the pace. The excitement of him having the ball at his feet is one thing, but him actually doing anything with it is another. I said at the start of this season, he should work for this mark two, and I feel vindicated in that. <laughs> I I think. Is that because Ian Wright is desperate for him to play? Well? <laughs> desperate for him to play. <laughs> I, I don't think he's a flash in the pan. I think he is that good. And I think he's only going to get better. I think he can be that good. I mean, Yeah, we'll see when Real, when Real Madrid paid this reported £35 million. Pounds. Mm, seems odd. <laughs> God, we haven't got enough good wingers. <laughs> We've got so many good wingers. We're playing one of them in central midfield. What should we do? <laughs> Like some more. It's the obvious answer to that. <laughs> I'll tell you someone who was a massive disappointment for me, and um, it was a big decision. <laughs> by... No, well, yeah, but we're not talking about the obvious ones. But um, and again, it's, it goes back to Everton. I was going to say, I knew this is coming. It's Leighton Baines. It is Leighton Baines. <laughs> that one, I'll give you. He 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 was dreadful. There's a, there's, he, he's going to be fighting for his place seriously at left back. Mm. There's an argument now to put Luke Shaw in there and just say, look, mate, make it your own. Yeah, I'd agree. But Baines can comfort himself with a lovely tune on his guitar, though, so he'd be all right. <coughs> oh, yeah, that was beautiful when he was on. That, that, I bet that, um, that, that plane journey home just flew by. <laughs> Free love freeway all the way home. <laughs> he went home to get it. <laughs> Alright, shall we just do a quick bit of um, some, there's been some other bits of news around the football world uh, this week pretty much, Ashley Cole is now a, a Roma player, which I, I think is great to see that, that came out of nowhere mm. Mm. Very odd choice uh, of club, I mean Roma finished second by a long way to Juve in the end, didn't they? but they're up there for a while Champions League Yeah, good football, Yeah, I think he's a good, it's a good move for him, I like to see British players playing abroad yeah, it'd be nice if they weren't 32, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, true. So a chance to play for England. Um, English players that didn't decide to go abroad and decided to instead find sign for Hull. Um, Tom Ince is now a Hull player, which oh, that's I, not. Can we? Refer, he's not an England English player. Sorry, English. English player. Yeah. <laughs> There's a di- very distinct difference. Yeah, I'm slightly ahead of myself there. Uh, and um, Alfredo Di Stefano um, sadly passed away uh, on Saturday of a heart attack, aged 88. One of the true legends of the game. Obviously, never gets. He died, he died on Saturday. Yeah. Why did my phone tell me he died today? I don't know. It's only really been reported today, isn't it? Well, they, uh, Gary Lineker reported during the game on Saturday that he was in a coma. Oh, he, he got. Yeah, he had a heart attack on Saturday. He must have passed yeah. away today. Uh, okay. Hmm. Very sad. Well, yeah, but a lot of European Cups. <laughs> yeah. Just of a, a, yeah, just a, <laughs> a bit, yeah, well, clearly a very, a, 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 a very talented man who had a massive impact in Spanish football. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know if you, if you two know this, this story, but originally when he, um, he was playing in Argentina, mm. where, where he was originally from, and then, um, I believe that there was some sort of um, embargo or something was going on in Argentinian football. So he went to go play for a team in Colombia. Yeah. And then he decided to come to Spain. And um, basically, Real Madrid signed him from the Colombian team. But the Colombian team was a, a, 
a pirate league and they didn't actually own his registration and Barcelona signed him from River Plate. Yeah. And uh, there was a point where he actually belonged... Well, there was, they couldn't work out who he played for. And at one point, there was a suggestion that, that from the Spanish government, which was obviously under a dictatorship at the time, that um, he was going to play for both teams. He was going to play for one, one... They were going to have him a season at a time and swap. <laughs> Lovely. I like it. But the, they, there was a lot of stuff in... Um, in Sid Lowe has a, wrote a brilliant book about the, the Madrid-Barcelona rivalry. And mm. It alludes to the fact that he had a, a massive, a massive influence on the, on the way that Spanish football is now. Yeah. Not for not for, not as much through, like not not in the, sort of like the way that maybe like you can see that Johan Cruyff has, where you can see his his fingerprints everywhere, mm. but more in the way that that rivalry's formed up as a big part through Stefano, and obviously that was a, a big part of. Real Madrid's massive success. He obviously he won five European Cups for them. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Be sadly missed. And um, Colin Morgan. He was. Do you know what? He was eighty-eight. Well, he's yeah, had a good life. He's had a very good life. Yeah, fair play to him. And that <laughs> leaves us with a, a fantastic quote of um, a, a football without goals is like an afternoon without sunshine. <laughs> Lovely. He's obviously never been to Gosport though. Um, and uh, Colin, Joe Hart's got some more competition at Man City in goal. Uh, Man City are in an advanced talk to sign Malaga goalkeeper Willy Cab- Caballero, who was the Argentine number one until Romero took over. Apparently he's going to provide backup, though. That's um, interesting. That's Pellegrini sticking to what he knows. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, yeah. Because obviously uh, Pantelemon's now Sunderland keeper, who I'd imagine would be first choice. I'd probably pick him over um, Vito Minoni. No, because then you, the Vito Minoni song is brilliant. <laughs> I think that's all of the uh, little bits of transfer news, apart from the Liverpool, obviously. Uh, um, they've been blinded by a World Cup goal again. And have agreed a £10 million fee for Divock Origi, who, Colin, you broke down on one of the previous podcasts, didn't you? Did I? Yes, in his, uh, his career for, is it Lons he plays for? Yeah, well, we, that was just me. I, I know that it just felt so natural, like we were just chatting. Colin, but... <laughs> has, he scored, has he got sort of two goals, hasn't he, in the three seasons of his career? Yeah, I think Colin also told us he's six foot. Mm. Maybe six foot two, I can't remember. Yeah, £10 million. Pounds. Oh, yes, I remember that, yes, mm. yes. Ouch. El Hajjouf Mark Two. Has there been any more signings? On the plus side, Colin, we can look forward to seeing him massively overweight and uninterested in ten years' time, playing for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's only if he spits at some people first <laughs> yeah true yeah grab some crotches and stuff like that I mean, you've got to cause some real problems before you have to end up playing for Leeds <laughs> you really do you've got to be real damaged <laughs> uh, Diane Lovren is threatening going on strike at Southampton after they've rejected a £20 million offer from Liverpool I actually feel a bit sorry for him yeah I feel like he was sold a dream last season. <laughs> it's crumbled around his head. <laughs> and that dream has turned into a nightmare. Yeah. What about Gaston Ramirez? What he must be thinking. How is this well, happened? He's still there. He's, he was there at the beginning. He's still there now. I think that... Hopefully he plays next year. I don't know. I think Southampton... I still think Southampton will be all right. Yeah. Because the talk is that Koeman gets to... Keep all the money. All the, all the talk is that Koeman gets to spend all the money. Now, is, 
is there anything better than having a manager be able to spend the money on the players that he wants instead of having to work with players that he doesn't or players that don't want to be there? Mm, yeah, very good point. I, I, I think they'll be fine next year. Certain members of our Man of the Post team uh, disagree, but we'll let you figure out who they are for themselves. Um, any other transfer news? Abadal has moved from Monaco to Olympiakos. I didn't realise he was still playing, to be fair. Uh, no, to <laughs> didn't didn't Victor Valdez fail his medical medical for for Monaco as well? Yes, he's still a free agent now. Ouch. Uh, Diego Costa is now a Chelsea player, thirty-two million agreed. When did that happen? I feel like I've been around as well. When did that happen? That happened on July the first. Uh, Ivan Rakitic is a Barcelona oh, I was player. On holiday. That happened ages ago. The Rakitic one, and that is weird. Yeah. I don't get it. I hmm. don't get it at all. It's odd, isn't it? It. <sighs> How much better for he's? Well, he's not, I don't think he is better than Fabregas, personally. No. I'm not saying he's. He's. I don't saying he's worse, but it's just a nothing transfer. He's a good player, but yeah, it seems odd swapping him for Fabregas, really. And Colin, obviously, the biggest transfer of the summer is Luke Varney has left Leeds and he signed for Blackburn on a free transfer. Bad news for Blackburn. Yeah, they hated him when he was on loan, and now he's there permanently. So you're stuck with him now. Uh, right, I think that's all. Uh, we shall, of course, be back with another podcast probably after the um, semi-finals have been played. Uh, can't guarantee who will be on the podcast, but one combination of our eleven or so hosts will be here. I thought we were going to. I see we're going to do a special build-up for the third-place playoff game, aren't we? Is that why? That's what that podcast is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Br- briefly oh, mention the semis and then look forward to the third, fourth playoffs. A whole forty-five minutes on the. <laughs> who finished third at the last World Cup? Exactly. And Germany? Oh, I, I don't know, was it? <laughs> no one knows. Let's work it out. Who's in the final? Spain, Spain and Holland. Holland. Spain. Right. Spain beat Germany. Holland beat... <laughs> I'm going to go Germany. <laughs> and then I'm fairly sure Turkey did it once. Yep. South Croatia. Korea, maybe. Let's have a look. World Cup 2010. Uh, Wikipedia. It's bound to be right. Hey, I'll tell you what. I feel really sorry for these teams because you know how they say no one remembers the person who finishes second? <laughs> we these all know people had to, they, had to, they had to win the game to finish third <laughs> and no one knows who. Uruguay finished fourth. Fourth? Yes. Who Germany finished, finished third. Germany beat Uruguay in the third, fourth playoff. Oh yeah, I imagine Suarez was probably bad for that game as well. Nothing controversial happened there. <laughs> Certainly not any sort of handball to deny the better team I'm going through. Dickhead. Best player at the last World Cup, Diego Forlan. That can't be right. That's, that's, true. That's, that's true. He won the um, the golden uh, man something. Yeah, is it the golden shoe ball? Golden ball, golden ball. He won. Yeah. Yeah. Muller won a golden boot controversially, didn't he? With five, three other players: Forlan, Schneider, and Bieber. Best goalkeeper, CS. Oh, our times have changed, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think with that, then we're we're done for today. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Adam. Bye. And goodbye from Connor. Goodbye. And always remember to keep your World Cup on the post. <laughs>